With your Amex card, entertainment benefits like special ticket access and pre-sales to select can't miss events while supplies last, make every tap music to your ears. What's up? This your boy Lil Duval, and check out my podcast, Conversations with Unc, on the Black Effect Podcast Network. Each and every Tuesday, Conversations with Unc podcast feature casuals and in-depth talk about ebbs and flows of life and the pursuit of happiness. Unlike my work on stage, I tap into a more serious and sensitive side to give life advice and simply offer words of encouragement, yet remind folks to never forget to laugh. Every Tuesday, listen to Conversations with Unc, hosted by Lil Duval on the Black Effect Podcast Network, iHeartRadio app, or wherever you get your podcasts. Presented by AT&T. Connecting changes everything. When you buy Kroger brand products, you feel like you're winning. That's because they offer proven quality at lower than low prices. In fact, we guarantee that you and your family will love how Kroger brand products taste. Or you get your money back. So next time you're shopping for the family, look for delicious Kroger brand products. Because they'll make you all feel like you're winning. Shop now, in-store, or online. Kroger, fresh for everyone. I'm Katia Adler, host of The Global Story. Over the last 25 years, I've covered conflicts in the Middle East, political and economic crises in Europe, drug cartels in Mexico. Now I'm covering the stories behind the news all over the world in conversation with those who break it. Join me Monday to Friday to find out what's happening, why, and what it all means. Follow the global story from the BBC wherever you listen to podcasts. From iHeartRadio, Common Enemy, and Tenderfoot TV, it's the Hey Pal podcast. Hey Pal. Hey Pal. <laughs> With Jared and Davo. Hey Pal. Hey Pal. Como estas? I don't know. Como estas? No, just keep, means just keep how going. are you? Just keep going. I want it. You told me we were going to start this week off, you know, smooth, nice. Like, let, let's just go. Let's just go. Como estas? Uh, muy bien. E2? Oh, see? That was smooth <laughs> and nice. You didn't know I was going to pull that no, one out, did you? I'm very impressed. Yeah. I'm seventh grade impressed. Spanish. So I want to talk to you about what do you miss about, obviously. Oh, you just went serious. Oh, I did. About, <laughs> about normal life. What are things that you miss about normal life? Because I'm going to tell you what I miss the most. Can I start with what I don't miss about normal life, and that's uh, hanging out with you? I, I mean, that's been a blessing. I'm so thankful. I'm very thankful that I haven't had to hang out with you. I'm I'm just kidding. Uh, things that I miss, I don't know. I miss I miss sports. I miss going places. I, I don't I don't know. I mean, playing sports, by the way. Yeah, well, going places is obviously you know probably number one on the list. Yeah, we miss going places. But one of the things that I really miss, and I'm not even kidding, is I miss. Uh, Target runs. <laughs> you miss Target runs? I miss runs? going to Target. I miss going to Target, as some people call it. What is your? Th- what do you think that you love most about Target? Well, I haven't been able to do it in a long time uh, because, you know, you and I suffer from the same ailment of being single. Mm-hmm. But one of my favorite things in life is going to Target ailment. with with a girlfriend. It's so much fun. But you haven't had one of those in like 20 years. <laughs> no, you haven't been to Target in 20 years? <laughs> I, I mean, I've gone alone. Oh, you've gone alone. Okay. Yeah, but I'm saying... Oh, this is with... something that you miss. I miss. Oh, right, 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 right. Yeah, so this is actually right. even outside of COVID. I thought we were talking about the pandemic. No, I just miss going to Target Why with somebody that loves me. Why does everything with you go back to like, you know, love? Because I'm broken. And... Pal, I, I get it, but we've I'm moved broken. on from that, right? We're trying to block that I sensor. Mean, we, we are trying, but um, I miss going to Target. And what's incredible about Target is sometimes there's amazing stories that come out of Target. 
Sometimes there are amazing stories yeah. that come out of Target. Are you le- are you leading into our guest right now? I, I think I'm I leading, feel like into you're leading into and our I, guest, and I'd like you to tell our audience what I'm talking about, pal. Well, look, I didn't know that you were going to go there, but since you went there, yes, I miss Target too. We all miss Target. The only person who doesn't miss Target, Dave, with which I wish our audience could see more, would be of the him, owner of Walmart. No, would, <laughs> would be would be Kyle Tequila because we know that with the way he dresses and that hair, yeah, he wouldn't dare step into Target. Yeah, me and you will step into Target. That's true. He's going to like j crew and tommy hill figure and like all that um anyways <laughs> i just wanted to go on a kyle rant yes our next guest he uh he he did work at target which is crazy that's where he yeah. got found yeah he basically was working at a target and uh and then that is when he got approached and was talked about you know to go audition for this tupac movie by the way you know what else is crazy about that and by the way, I was doing some some reading. You know that Nikola Jokic, by the way, I know this seems a little off topic, but the center for the Denver Nuggets. Well, I'm just, it's off topic because I thought you were only at a Dr. Seuss reading level. I didn't, <laughs> that's why it's off topic. Well, you said I was doing some reading like you like, well, no, read that, like the New no, York no, no, Times. No, 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 you are, you are right, Dave. <laughs> I found out that he was riding horses before he ever played basketball. So that wasn't hard to read. You know, I, just, I just saw Jokic, a picture of a horse. The Joker. <laughs> I love it. No, no, no. In all seriousness. The Joker was a horse jockey is I'm, what you're telling how me. How crazy is that? No, I, I'm being serious. Look, I was doing some research and and at age 10, he played basketball for the first time. He didn't like it. Okay. So he stopped playing basketball for like five years and he just, and he starts riding horses. Wow. And then at 15, his dad was like, are you sure you don't want to play basketball? So he goes back. And he says, before I'm going to play, I go and he goes and watches like all these YouTube clips of, uh, of Magic Johnson and sees how Magic moves on the court and all this stuff. And then he decided to play basketball. But it's kind of crazy because Demetrius, like you were saying, you know, we were talking about Target and, and your, you know, your your long lost girlfriends yeah. or lack thereof yes. that you would go to Target yes, with. We were. You know, he he sort of Demetrius started very late. And, you know, just kind of got found in a target. And Nikola Jokic started late and got found on a horse. <laughs> Amazing. <laughs> I feel like you don't like this story. Should we just get into our guest? No, I, I love the story. Yeah, let's, let's just move on. Yes. Let's get to our guest. Um, our next guest rose to fame in the 2017 film All Eyes on Me, where he portrayed Tupac as the film's lead character and has absolutely been on fire ever since. Uh, since then, he has been the antagonist in season one and season two of the highly talked about TV show All American and just had a movie come out where he plays opposite Ethan Hawke, Terrence Howard, T.I., Wesley Snipes in Cutthroat City, directed by Hey Pal guest, Mr. Rizza. That's right. Please give a Ooh, Hey Pal Jay. podcast welcome to our pal, Demetrius Ship Jr. D, how are you yeah, doing, baby? Buddy. What's going on, baby? I'm great, bro. How about yourself? How are you guys doing? We are. Good. You know what? That was very nice of him to have. Nobody ever asks us how we're doing. That's true. He, he's a very well-mannered young man. Thank you, Demetrius. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you. I'm doing very well. How are you? You know what? You know what, Demetrius? I'm doing very well, too. Thank you very much for asking. <laughs> I'm I'm glad to hear it, man. I'm glad to hear it. <laughs> um, so, D, I know that you've talked about your story uh, a million times, and we, and, we, and we can get into a little bit of it of of you being at a working at a Target and and like all that stuff. But what what Dave and I were just talking about at the top of the show is, uh, you know, like Nikola Jokic, who plays for the Denver Nuggets. He didn't really start playing basketball till he was 15, 
and mm. we were talking about how like when he he was actually uh racing horses right dave or believe it or not he was racing horses <laughs> he was yeah, ra- I, I don't know what he was gonna do yeah, but- uh, as a horse jockey the, the horse wouldn't have lasted <laughs> but he he was racing that's a good bump back yeah, it, it, it mean, really that's is like Shaq being a jockey I, well, like come on the horse has no chance it, it, it's very it's very true and we, and we were talking about how like what he decided to do when he picked up basketball at 15 was he he was just obsessive about watching magic johnson you know youtube clips and how magic johnson moved on the court and and just just everything about magic until he until he then felt good about it and then he went on the court and started applying those moves so our Question for you is, look, you weren't acting, right? Like, you weren't in classes. You didn't really have any aspirations at first about it. And then all of a sudden, you're just thrusted into the world of, hey, you have to now go and audition for Tupac, which you which you then, you know, eventually get. And so when you get it, what did you decide to do to prepare for it? Did you watch a bunch of Tupac videos or did you decide to, I'm going to go watch a bunch of acting videos first and then to Tupac. Can you take us through that process? In preparation, I would stand, I would sit side by side the TV and record myself doing the uh, interviews, various interviews from Tupac. Oh, wow. I would write them wow. down. I would I would listen to them a bunch of times, write it down, and then once I felt comfortable with you know the words, I would sit next to the TV and record myself doing the interviews along with him. And what that was able to give me was I wanted to be able to get the cadences and how he spoke, you know, down. And then I also wanted to be able to get the hand gestures and movements and, you know, just different nuances that he had. But that's that's what I started doing. Into, wow. You know, like once it got to getting serious. Yeah. No, that's that's so, really cool. So did you decide to, you know, did you decide to then go watch any any films or anything like where you wanted to study different kinks or different, you know, movements from different actors? Or did you just stick to Pac since you were about to play Tupac on the biggest stage? Well, yeah, it was, because it was about Pac, I just stuck within him. You know what I'm saying? Just just all of his stuff. I think I might have watched some of his movies. Um, but that was about this, as far as I went in terms of, like, the acting. But it, it's just, it was such huge shoes to fill that I wanted to make sure I had every, you know, nuance down that I possibly could of, of him. Was there a particular time where you kind of, it clicked for you and you knew like, I got this down. Like I, I am this guy. Like, was there a moment when that happened for you? Um, yeah, I think when I did one of the interviews, it was like this Christmas interview. So that was the one that I was really proud of. Um, it's like a nine, eight, nine minute interview of his. I condensed it to maybe like, six um but i got it down and i watched it and i was like yeah i, I i'm there nice. <laughs> that's all but yeah, more importantly dave more importantly dave did he ride any horses in the process did, was there any horse riding <laughs> involved <laughs> any kentucky derby preakness <laughs> you know <laughs> i don't know if that's i could funny. see uh demetrius ship jr as a horse jockey it's it's possible I mean, I couldn't see Nikola Jokic as a as a disc jockey either, so I don't know what's as going on. As a disc jockey? As a disc jockey. <laughs> Do you know what a disc jockey is, Jared? As a DJ. <laughs> I haven't heard that word. How old are you? I haven't heard the word disc jockey in 50 years. Precocious. P-E-R. Wow. You are very precocious, pal. You are very precocious. Don't go anywhere. Hey, pal, we'll be right back after a word from our sponsors. There are some things that are too good to keep a secret. 
like how your Amex Platinum card helps you have the perfect trip. I'd like to check into the Centurion Lounge. Or how it seems like you always get those hard-to-snag tables. Ooh, yum. And how you get the most out of select can't-miss events. With access to the Centurion Lounge, Resi Priority Notified, and Amex card member benefits at select events, you'll have to share. That's the powerful backing of American Express. Terms apply. Learn more at americanexpress.com slash with Amex. From BBC Radio 4, Britain's biggest paranormal podcast is going on a road trip. I thought in that moment, oh my God, we've summoned something from this board. This is Uncanny USA. He says, somebody's in the house, and I screamed. Listen to Uncanny USA wherever you get your BBC podcasts. If you dare. Xfinity has free premium networks for everyone this month, no matter what kind of entertainment you love. Addicted to true crime? Catch killer cases and more spine-tingling shows on A&E Crime Central. Crave adventure? Explore Asian action movies on Hayah. Searching for something extreme? Check out skating, snowboarding, and more on Fuel TV Plus, the global home of action sports. And find crowd-pleasing bops on iHeartRadio's Hit Nation playlist. There's new free shows and movies to love every week. Say free this week in your Xfinity voice remote. Live Nation presents Concert Week. Now through May 14th, get $25 tickets to over 5,000 shows. That's up to 75% off a summer full of your favorite artists like 21 Savage, Alanis Morissette, Cage the Elephant, Celeste Barber, Dirk Bentley, Fade, Hootie and the Blowfish, Janet Jackson, Kids Bob Kids, Megan Trainor, Bissell Puma, Sarah McLaughlin. Get tickets to more than 5,000 summer shows for just $25. Until now through May 14th. Visit LiveNation.com slash Concert to learn more and plan your summer with Sean Paul, Sum 41, 30 Seconds from Mars, oh, and Two Door Cinema Club. All right, now, D, oftentimes when athletes go on the road for a game, they're, they're the bad guy. The crowd's rooting against them. And when they come home in front of the home crowd, they're the hero. They're beloved. Now, you've done both in acting where you've been the bad guy, like you are on All-American, and you've been yeah. the good guy, you know, where you, you're Tupac. So tell us about that, uh, the differences and all the different perspectives of what that brings. Um, and which one? Which one do you like more, D? Do you like like in our analogy? Do you like home games more, or do you like road games more? In my experience, now I love the Tyrone. You <laughs> love the bad guy. He loves hard, going right? on the road and going into someone else's <laughs> yeah. stadium, yeah. and pissing off the crowd. Okay, D. Well, I, th- I think, but here that's I, it's a little it's 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 more to it than just that, though. For me, honestly, um, it comes because. One, um, being playing that I, I play such an iconic figure and Tupac such a huge role, right? Um, the big looming question, even prior to me going in and even more so after I got done with that role, you know, was how do I come out of that? How do I not become pigeonholed? And how do I not only just be known as a guy that played Tupac? Um, and I don't think anybody had the answer to that. Like my agents at the time, my managers, friends, nobody really had a direct, like, line of this is what we do to make sure that you don't become just that guy right and everything just played out in perfect timing and harmony and you know i'm blessed that i got all american and that it went and did very very good on netflix two seasons straight um and that's where it was like i'm not even i'm no longer like tupac like people will see me as tupac or people will see me as tyrone and not even know that i played tupac right 
Yeah. And that's amazing. Yeah. And so for me, I was like, uh, I love it. And also, you know, along the lines of what you're, what we're saying in the analogy, um, people are, when they see me, they're like, I hate you, Tyrone. Like, I can't stand <laughs> Right. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but that, but I love that because that actually, you know, that's more pinpoint to just me. I didn't have to uh, portray anybody else. That's just a character that I, that I brought to life in my own way with my own flavor and, you know, my own abilities. Um, and for that to resonate with people where it's like, you know, wow, I really don't like you seeing you in person makes me uncomfortable seeing you in person scares me or whatever. Like my kids, uh, my daughter, when I go to their school, like some of the kids are like scared of me because they've watched all American and they know me as Tyrone. (laughs) Yeah. Well, that's also a testament to your talent and to your ability that you could play two such different characters. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. And it says a lot about your ability as an actor that, you could do either or, which is great. So, so what about so so D? What about if we just handed you a script, right? You love this script, and there's a protagonist and an antagonist, and you can either play the lead guy, the hero, or there's just as much as meat with the bad guy and the villain. So it's a fifty-fifty two-hander. Who who is Demetrius Ship going to go for? The good guy or the bad guy? I'm always go for the good guy, though. I have to be real. <laughs> wow. Just, <laughs> okay. Um, because, you know, when I watch movies, you know, you're rooting for it. I want the character that people are going to root for. Right. You know what I mean? And then you, it, it's a little different sentiment and a little bit of a, a different connection when you're rooting and you're hoping. And it's like, oh, man, all right, you, you've been in that situation and it's something relatable that you can, you know, um, draw to for your own life. Uh, it's, it's, I definitely would like to go for that because that's ultimately my, I don't know if this is a question, but a dream role of mine is to play something along the lines of like, you know, the guy that people are, um, pursuit of happiness, you know, that's the the role that I want to, right. I really would like to have one day. Yeah. That's a, I mean, it's a great, that's a great comp. Yeah. Um, so D, so our next question for you is you came onto the scene with all eyes on me. And that was kind of like making it to the big leagues, right? You're here. <laughs> then you then you get, you know, all American, and that's that's sort of like you know the playoffs that we like to say. <laughs> you made it. You made it to the playoffs, and in between, you went and did a, a movie called Cutthroat City, and you were opposite these this all star cast, right? Like <laughs> Ti and Terrence Howard and Ethan Hawke and. Wesley Snipes and Shamik Moore and just I mean you know it goes it goes on and on and on and that kind of feels like in 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 our world like the All Star Game right when you get on a set and you're looking all around you and it's all these stars and it feels like an a, an All Star Game do you just take a deep breath and you you kind of like soak it in and go okay I, I've made it like now I finally realize like I, I'm here and I'm here to stay or like what what was that feeling like for you to be surrounded by by so many people you probably grew up even watching. Um, that feeling was crazy. And I just actually tweeted something like that. Like I said, I mean, I'm really alongside Ethan Hawke and Wesley Snipes in the movie where I grew up watching these guys. Like Training Day is one of my all-time favorite movies. Yeah. Um, so coming up and being amongst that, it, it is like, wow, I have actually... You know, I made something happen in life. Like, <laughs> I've done something that a lot of people won't even, you know, will dream about. Will never get the opportunity to do. So it's like really like a surreal, um, 
just amazing blessed blessed feeling is you know how i would sum it up no for it sure it seems like it seems oh, like ahead, you feel like having that opportunity and working with those type of individuals as an actor that's really when you were like okay like i'm really here even though mm-hmm. you did you know the amazing iconic role as tupac and even you, though you did the successful show all american it seems to me listen to you talk about it that was a big moment for you where you're like wow like now i've actually really really made it you know what I mean? Well, that, that's what I was. That's what I was gonna say. Is like yeah. it feels like wow, I have arrived. Like when right. we, when we talk to these athletes, right? They're like, yeah, I got drafted, right? Or yeah, we made mm-hmm. the playoffs my second year. But then, gotcha, gotcha, but when yeah. they when they finally made the All Star game, and they're looking All-Star around and they're going right. like, wow, these are my pe- these really are my peers now. Yeah, that's when they're right. like, I've I've arrived. Like, and you yeah. have arrived. Yeah, I definitely feel like that. That last scene with uh, myself and Ethan Hawke in Cutthroat City. I'm like, yeah. This is fire. <laughs> I'm almost like, yeah. It's gonna, yeah. You can't really, you know, it's it's not arrogant in any way. But it's like, yo, that's, you know, I've 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 definitely come a long way. You know what I mean? And uh, it's like again, not a lot of people are going to be able to experience that. You know, that just that full 360 from watching, you know, Ethan Hawke as a child to being alongside him and then just soaking the game and then just watching him and then all oh, yet. Yeah, the whole time drawing inspiration from it, you know, because now I looked at it when I watched it recently, I'm like, I want to be able to have that type of career, you know, where it's like, you know, they are household names and they have had these spans of careers from, you know, however far back they go to even like right now, like they're still doing it at the highest level. Um, And that's amazing. So it's more inspiration now to like really be the best that I can be in the crab every time I'm up to play. Well, like a younger athlete, that they they get to play against the players that they looked up to. They're able to take something from that and learn from them. So you being in those situations with Ethan, with Wesley, what were you able to observe and kind of learn and take from them, watching them, you know, work on their craft? Um, there's power in just taking your time. Mm. That's the one thing I watched T.I. Or not T.I.'s. And not to discredit T.I., but um, Terrence... I watched Terrence closely. I watched um, Wesley closely, and I watched um, Ethan, of course. And they were very comfortable in what they were doing, and they were just taking their time. They were owning all of what they were doing, and not owning it in, in terms of like just trying to get it done. But it was like, this is mine. This is my time, and I'm taking all the time that I need to get it right. You know what I mean? Right. Um, not to get it right, but just to fill it and be in it. Yeah. So, um, and then when you watch it, and then they, I'm like, wow, it's so powerful to watch them take their time, and it's, it's that thing. And I think Jared and I spoke about this before uh, with Denzel and how, like, he doesn't really rush his scenes. He he takes a lot of time in his scenes, but that's what's so powerful about all of his performances is that he takes his time, he owns it, it's his. And you feel it. Yeah. And so that's what I took from it. It was like every time I'm on the, you know, on, on set now, I want to make sure that I'm owning my character and that I'm not just trying to act, but I'm really just taking my time owning it and just putting it together. Yeah. And well, filling it out. Well, it know? sounds like it raises the level of professionalism too. Cause I know like everyone I've spoken to that's worked with Denzel, they're like the one thing about working with Denzel is I have to be prepared. I have to have my shit together because I know when he steps out on set, he's 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 a pro. He's ready to go. 
You know what I mean? So there's no mm-hmm. opportunity to, right, exactly. to screw up or mess around. Like you have to bring your A game. But you, 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 you are right, Demetrius, on taking your time. And we probably, you know, the younger actors, they don't really know that, you know. And, and the reason that these actors become that and know that is because they spend more time on set and they realize the process. You know, I, I remember when I first made my, my short film, I was on set thinking like, ah, oh, this isn't going to work. And this is, and then I get in there in the editing room with Kyle, who's just a wizard in there. And he, he's like, oh, I can do this, this, and this. And I'm like, oh yeah. Like I don't have to perfect it on set. Right. Like you can do your thing, right. You can take your deep breaths, mm-hmm. take your time. You know, it doesn't have to all be beat, beat for beat, beat perfect. Right. And then right. they can cut it up in the, in the, you just have to make sure that the performance is there. And the emotion right. is there, and however long right. that takes you to get there, you're you're right. It's like taking your time. Right. There's so much power in that. Yeah, there, they, I didn't watch them rush a scene at all, and I know that that's a habit that I've had. You know, with trying to get it right. Right. You know, that's something that I have done before. I've, I felt myself pressured. You know, um, to try to get it right. That I'm like tempo, tempo. You know, trying to and, and rushing myself or whatever, but. There's I, I watched them and then again taking their time and just feel through it and it's 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 come out very powerful every time. Well, this is a great lesson for me as Jared's co-host because now I just have another reason that I know why he didn't make it as an actor because he obviously didn't take his time. Um, amongst the other twelve reasons, I um, took my time in picking my co-host for this show and I'm really regretting that I took my time. All right. Unbelievable. So, D. Unbelievable. Um, <laughs> Don't go anywhere. Hey, pal, we'll be right back after a word from our sponsors. There are some things that are too good to keep a secret. Like how your Amex Platinum card helps you have the perfect trip. I'd like to check into the Centurion Lounge. Or how it seems like you always get those hard-to-snag tables. Ooh, yum. And how you get the most out of select can't-miss events. With access to the Centurion Lounge, Resi Priority Notified, and Amex card member benefits at select events, you'll have to share. That's the powerful backing of American Express. Terms apply. Learn more at americanexpress.com slash with Amex. I'm Katia Adler, host of The Global Story. Over the last 25 years, I've covered conflicts in the Middle East, political and economic crises in Europe, drug cartels in Mexico. Now I'm covering the stories behind the news all over the world in conversation with those who break it. Join me Monday to Friday to find out what's happening, why, and what it all means. Follow the global story from the BBC wherever you listen to podcasts. Xfinity has free premium networks for everyone this month, no matter what kind of entertainment you love. Addicted to true crime? Catch killer cases and more spine-tingling shows on A&E Crime Central. Crave adventure? Explore Asian action movies on Hayah. Searching for something extreme? Check out skating, snowboarding, and more on Fuel TV Plus, the global home of action sports. And find crowd-pleasing bops on iHeartRadio's Hit Nation playlist. There's new free shows and movies to love every week. Say free this week in your Xfinity voice remote. Live Nation presents Concert Week. Now through May 14th, get $25 tickets to over 5,000 shows. That's up to 75% off a summer full of your favorite artists like 21 Savage, Alanis Morissette, Cage the Elephant, Celeste Barber, Dirk Bentley, Fade, Hootie and the Blowfish, Janet Jackson, Kids Bob Kids, Megan Trainor, Bissell Puma, Sarah McLaughlin. Get tickets to more than 5,000 summer shows for just $25. Until now through May 14th. Visit LiveNation.com slash Concert to learn more and plan your summer with Sean Paul, Sum 41, 30 Seconds from Mars, oh, and Two Door Cinema Club.
D, for athletes, the offseason is a really interesting time um, because, you know, they finish this long, grueling season in sports and they're able to take a deep breath and relax. Maybe they're able to eat some pints of ice cream for the next couple weeks. Um, you know, maybe some of them are, are hitting the gym right away. So for you, when you get a break, when you have an off season after you, you know, finish a project before you start another one, um, how do you handle that off season? Because obviously as an actor, you know, you have to be concerned about your physical appearance and, you know, you might get the call to, to go in for an audition. So can you entirely let yourself go? And have those pints of ice cream and, and just relax? Or do you have to stay kind of focused and locked in? <laughs> and what kind of ice cream are you eating? Tell us the truth. <laughs> <laughs> well, I, you know, I'll, I'll ruin it for you. I'm not big on ice cream. Okay. I'm oh, not like okay. I once okay. was. Um, well, but I am. I love cookies. So I have to monitor you're the amount monster. of cookies. Yeah, I, I <laughs> okay, will, you're a cookie monster. monster. <laughs> yeah, I, I will go crazy on cookies. Right? <laughs> Literally. Um, but... I'm very disciplined in that that way. Um, and I think me pre- preparing for All Eyes on Me helping me with that. Um, I'm really I – I know how to game plan and get disciplined for, like, meal prep, you know, and eating and diet. That's a bigger part. That's the biggest part of, you know, staying in shape or getting in shape is, you know, your diet. And All Eyes on Me, I was on, like, this very, very strict diet. I had to lose a lot of weight very fast and get ripped up and all of that stuff um, fairly quick. But – um, I was able to do it and that discipline kind of stuck with me from then on. So now, like I still kind of like meal prep. I still make sure that I have, I can eat the same thing over and over again. It doesn't really bother me. Um, I, you know, I know how to speed my metabolism up, my metabolism up and burn fat and drink a lot. I drink enough water. Um, and I just myself have, uh, aspirations of reaching a physical peak, you know, that I still haven't got yet. And I, I actually have Michael B's, um, Creed picture yeah. up on one of my vision boards and it's like that's one of my goals I, I want to be you know super like ripped up you know in, in in great shape action figure style yeah, yeah. so so then like so that. then are you, so really it sounds like to us is that there is no off season you know and that's because you, you have to stay you you always have to stay ready because you never know if you're going to get a call from your agent that tomorrow you got to go meet with you know uh uh Christopher Nolan or or you might that is that is right. that accurate yeah, pretty much. You gotta stay on it. I mean, if you, you, some people, I guess, I don't know. I've seen people kind of like just let it go, but it, it just depends on where you are. For me, myself, I'm not. Um, I haven't reached the goals that I, I have for myself just yet, and I think a lot of those goals are well. Some of those goals have to do with how I, you know, um, how I look physically, and I want those. I want that to complement my the roles that I get as well. So mm-hmm. I want to be able to have a role where I'm you know, looking great in shape, you know, maybe I'll get the bad boys scene where I'm running with the shirt flying <laughs> open man, with the six pack, you know what I mean? Maybe I'll get that. Hopefully. <laughs> All right. I love it. I, I think you know what time it is. Dave. I think it is. It is time. Why don't you tell, why don't you tell the listeners it, it is what time, time it is? It is time for the Hey Pal playoff seating. One of the most exciting parts of our show. It is. Week by week. It is. And you you uh, have we'll made it to right the it. you have made it to the playoffs, Dimitri Ship okay. Jr. Um, so what we have decided with you and your seating is you were a actor who played a rapper in a movie. So for the seatings here, we have taken people that started out their career as a rapper and then played an actor. 
and we flip. (laughs) (laughs) So we flipped it. So we've got, um, here we go. This is Demetrius Ship Jr.'s playoff seating. We've got the one seed versus the A seed. Demetrius Ship, let us know who's advancing. The one seed is Ice Cube with, obviously, I mean, I know you don't need to know, but with movies like Friday and Boys in the Hood uh, versus the eighth seed that came in at as a kid in play with uh, movies like House Party. So who is advancing between the one seed and the eighth seed? This is easily Ice Cube. Oh, <laughs> Ice, Ice Cube it is. The one, well, that's well, why they're a one and that, an eight. That's why they're the one seed. They, yeah. they did their job. They, they held home court. All right, so moving on, we go to Eminem with 8 Mile versus Queen Latifah, uh, who had Chicago, Hairspray, um, set it off. Set it off. So we got the queen Ooh, versus Eminem. We, yeah. we got the two seed versus seven seed. Oh, it looks like this is a good game. Listen. <laughs> Eminem did his thing in 8 Mile. Yeah. He really, really did. But one of the most iconic in black cinema, the most iconic scenes ever is Queen Latifah in that Lolo when she's about to roll through the police at the end and set it off. <laughs> that is like cinematic excellence. So so oh, Demetrius Ship Jr. Upset. Hold on, he hasn't he hasn't said it yet, Dave. Okay. Demetrius Ship Jr. is that scene enough for a seventh seed upset against a two seed, or will Eminem and Eight Mile hold court? He cannot hold home court. Oh! Yeah, it's an upset. Oh, big the queen the queen the queen advances okay coming in at the three seed and i know this is going to hold a special place in your heart uh is tupac with obviously movies like juice and poetic justice um above the rim mm-hmm. i mean we can i know what you did here i know what you did here what, what did i do <laughs> go ahead what did i, I do know, i know who this is. i know it's three versus uh, six right three yeah. versus six I know who the six seed is, but go there's ahead. No ch- by the way, there's n- there's no chance you know who the six seed is. You know why? Because, All right, well, never mind. Then. Because we didn't do this. We didn't do it. Okay. It's 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 the fans and the listeners at PayPal. They 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 email in. They give us their requests, and this was the seeding. Jared has six friends in Texas that listen to our show. <laughs> and those six friends put the seeding together. <laughs> it sounded it's it, it sounded more professional when I said Demetrius. What are you laughing at? <laughs> Yo, that is too funny. Right there. I that. <laughs> Let's hear what the boys said, Jared. Wait. <laughs> Wait, first of all, I want to know who were you thinking was good? If everyone could see Demetrius right now, he is laughing his ass off. Demetrius oh Ship, who did you think was going to be the sixth seed? I thought you were going to put Will Smith in the sixth seed. He, that, by the way, that is a great guess. That, that's a great guess. He is not the sixth seed, but. Okay. But. You but, might hear his name later. You might hear his name. All right. The sixth right. seed is your co host from Co Star. Co-host, co-star. I was thinking about you. Okay. I mean, geez. Sometimes do, I think about you. Do, do they that, co-host a show together? <laughs> <laughs> well, nobody's that good, so pop. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Well, Ti's out. <laughs> I mean, he does some good work at ATL and American Gangster and Ant Man. He's good. Pac. Okay, Pac. <laughs> it's not even a question, Pac. He, he, he will respectfully understand. He, he will know. That's that, fair. That's, that's fair. true. Hit, okay. him, hit him with it, Dave. Now, my, my co-host. With the four seed, we have the aforementioned Will Smith 
from Bad Boys, Hitch, iRobot, Independence Day, and of course the Fresh Prince of Bel Air. I think I think it's I think it's Afro mentioned. Uh, either way, Fresh Prince. And then you have uh, oh wow, out of Boston, from Boston, Fear. I can't even read this. Ted. Ted. Shooter. You got Mark Wahlberg. <laughs> so you got Wahlberg versus Will Smith. I don't know what my co-host is doing. <laughs> Demetrius out is of laughing Boston. his ass. <laughs> Straight out of Boston. <laughs> um, got to go with Big Willie. All right. Oh, Big Willie Will style. Smith. All right. All right. All right. Here we go. So we've got the one seed versus the seventh seed. Ice Cube versus Eminem, or sorry, I'm sorry, I misspoke, yeah. I misspoke. No, it's not Eminem, it's Queen Latifah. That's right, the Queen. So we've got Ice Cube versus the Queen. That's a tough one. Who's advancing to the finals, Demetrius Ship Jr.? Damn, hold on, I need a second, bro. Yeah. This is wild right here. <laughs> <laughs> and this is, I love this, because this is very tough. This might be the toughest one. Um. We will, we will, we will take, we will take thirty seconds. We'll go to a commercial break, and we will be right back no. with Demetrius Ship Jr. Let's do it. Don't go anywhere. Hey, pal, we'll be right back after a word from our sponsors. And we're back here with Demetrius Ship Jr. We've given him some time to think about it. It looks like he's still, okay. he's still, it's still, you know. I got it. Oh, he's got, got it. it. He's got it. Here we go. He's made some of the biggest movies for the culture. I have to go with Cube. Cube. Okay. Gotta go with Cube. Ice Cube but look, the Queen. that went to a game seven. Yeah. That that series went to a game seven. That was tough. And Cube. That's a game seven game series seven. right here for sure. All okay. right. In the next semifinal, we have the legendary Tupac versus the legendary Will Smith. Oh, three seed versus the four seed. Three versus four. This this is this is paining him. He's hurting right now. He's thinking of his childhood. Well, I'm, I'm <laughs> <laughs> I, I have I, no emotions attached. I have to be real at all times. I have to go with Will Smith. Will wow. Smith taking Tupac. I mean, that's how it goes, Dave. You got to take. Right. You know, it's it is. We have our final. We have we do have our final, and this is this is pretty good. So we've got the one seed. They held their court all the way. And they will be playing the fourth seed. The one seed is Ice Cube. Again, Friday, Boys in the Hood versus the four seed, Will Smith, Independence Day, Bad Boys, Hitch, iRobot, Demetrius Ship Jr. Who is winning the finals? Will Smith. Without Whoa! Okay. That was without, by the way, that was without question. What is your favorite Will Smith movie since you were so quick to answer that? Pursuit of happiness. And, yeah. And aside from that, I would have to go with Ali. Oh, Ali. yeah. Wow. That's, yeah. Ali's amazing. Dude, come on. Oh, my God. Ali, like, Ali's incredible. Dude, that man is incredible. Yeah. You know what's amazing incredible. about Ali is uh, Michael Mann, who directed it. Um, that movie came out, what, 20 years ago at this point? Michael Mann, because of the type of artist he is and the type of director he is, he's still re-editing that movie because he wants to re-release it really with a re-edit yeah and that to me wow. is like because he can't it's like george lucas with star wars like he can't let go of it 
And Michael Mann can't let go of, of Ali. He still wants to make it even better, which I think is amazing. That's far. I had no idea about that. That's, yeah. that's dope. Yeah. So when is he going to re-release it, Dave? Give us the inside info. I, I mean, I, the guy's constantly tinkering with it. He's constantly working on it. So it could be some time. But take everything Dave says with a grain of salt. I don't. We don't ever know if he's telling the truth here at the. <laughs> es la verdad. <laughs> es la verdad for you Spanish listeners. But you know what? We have a champion. <laughs> we do have. We a have champion. a champion. Will Smith is the champion. Demetrius Ship Jr., you are our champion. Thank you so much for being on the show and joining us. We appreciate it so much. And uh, and we will be following your career, and we want you back on the Hey Pal podcast whenever you will come back on. You are, brother. Continued I'm success. Great to see thank you, you again, so much. Man. Appreciate y'all. All right, <laughs> brother. Thank you, thank you. I'll be back season two. <laughs> <laughs> Let's do it. <laughs> I think, Dave, we've learned one thing here today. Oh boy. No, I'm being serious. We've learned one thing here. What today. have we learned, pal? Will Smith prevails all. Well, Will Smith is an icon. Absolutely. An, I mean, he's an icon. But I mean, Tupac. But, icon. Yeah, it says a lot, though, for Demetrius to pick Will Smith over someone he portrayed says a lot about how he feels about Will Smith. Who, who would have won awesome. this thing for you? Because I think it would have been M for me. Eminem would have won this thing for me. Um, I mean... Wahlberg, you were so excited with that Boston accent. Well, I've never heard you, know, you so excited. <laughs> Wahlberg's the man. I mean, you can't really go wrong with the Funky Bunch ever. Um, so, you know... I and don't think he would have gone Wahlberg, though. He's who, got a great who, resume, who won the too. championship there? Um, I would say, for me, it's a tough call between Ice Cube and Will Smith, I think. Oh, okay. So there you go. Yeah. You and Demetrius are simpatico. We are simpatico. You are. And, I, you know, I got to say, I can't say enough about him, but to see a young actor, like, as humble as he is, mm-hmm. and to hear him talking about how he you know, revered and watched these greats. It's pretty cool to see. Like, I think he's incredibly bright. Things are going to happen for him. I agree. I agree. Well, we'll have to have him back on the show. We will. It sounded if, if like he'll, he'll take your call. He'll, he'll, he'll take, he'll, he'll take the call, <laughs> you know, or the text message or whatever. There you go. Well, we'll, we'll figure it out. All right. All right. Well, uh, thank you for listening to another episode of the Hey Pal podcast. Dave, yes. why don't you, you know what, Dave, you do the outro. This I mean, is our show, not my show. <laughs> It is our show, pal, <laughs> with a hint of it being your show. But, you know, a little hint. A little hint. Um, no, just another great episode. It's great to be here with you, pal. Thank you. Uh, really enjoy this and enjoy our banter and giving each other a hard time. And uh, we will see you guys next time on the Hey Pal Podcast. That was Jared and Davo. That was beautiful. Great job. Thanks, pal. Hey Pal is a production of iHeartRadio, Common Enemy, and Tenderfoot TV. Hosted by Jared Einson and Dave Osico. Producer is Kyle Tequila. Executive producer for iHeartRadio is Sean Titone. Executive producers for Tenderfoot TV are Donald Albright and Payne Lindsay. Catch new episodes of Hey Pal every Tuesday on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. And if you love the show, don't forget to rate us five stars, share it with your friends, and subscribe. From BBC Radio 4, Britain's biggest paranormal podcast is going on a road trip. I thought in that moment, oh my God, we've summoned something from this board. This is Uncanny USA. He says, somebody's in the house, and I screamed. Listen to Uncanny USA wherever you get your BBC podcasts. If you dare.
Xfinity has free premium networks for everyone this month, no matter what kind of entertainment you love. Addicted to true crime? Catch killer cases and more spine-tingling shows on A&E Crime Central. Crave adventure? Explore Asian action movies on Hayah. Searching for something extreme? Check out skating, snowboarding, and more on Fuel TV Plus, the global home of action sports. And find crowd-pleasing bops on iHeartRadio's Hit Nation playlist. There's new free shows and movies to love every week. Say free this week in your Xfinity voice remote. Live Nation presents Concert Week. Now through May 14th, get $25 tickets to over 5,000 shows. That's up to 75% off a summer full of your favorite artists like 21 Savage, Alanis Morissette, Cage the Elephant, Celeste Barber, Dirk Bentley, Fade, Hootie and the Blowfish, Janet Jackson, Kids Bob Kids, Megan Trainor, Bissell Puma, Sarah McLaughlin. Get tickets to more than 5,000 summer shows for just $25. Until now through May 14th. Visit LiveNation.com slash Concert to learn more and plan your summer with Sean Paul, Sum 41, 30 Seconds from Mars, oh, and Two Door Cinema Club. With your Amex card, entertainment benefits like special ticket access and pre-sales to select can't-miss events while supplies last, make every tap music to your ears. 